stigma what in the world is a stigma and how does it relate to mental health well you have come to the right place because that is what this episode is all about we are going to dive deep into what a stigma is and how it does pertain to mental health and all the negativity that stigmas have when it comes to mental health you are tuning in to the distress and sweats podcast and we are about to get down to the nitty-gritty So what exactly is a stigma? So y'all know I had to come correct. I googled it. I did my research like a good girl because you're going to come correct or you're not going to come at all. And I'm not having people come at me like, oh, you didn't do your research. Mm, I did though. So according to Google, a stigma is a false belief about someone or something. And when you actually Google stigma, I was surprised about this fact. When you Google stigma you come up with a lot of mental health articles. So stigma and mental health come hand in hand. Like when you talk about stigma, a lot of people think you're referring to mental health, and that usually is the case. Now, I also found out, which is pretty interesting, that there are different types of stigma. There's public stigma, self-stigma, and institutional stigma. And I'm going to break them down to you because we're going to get real scientific and real correct. So a public stigma is something that um so they're like discriminatory attitudes towards someone that has a mental illness so there's a group of people you know that are being mean or being disrespectful to people who have mental illnesses or like people who have depression who have anxiety who have things like that you know what i'm saying so that's what public stigma is Self-stigma are the negative attitudes and behaviors that um, you do to yourself. So like the shame, the guilt, the why do I have a mental illness? That's so stupid. Like why would I, why am I the one? Like negative things like that because you have this mental illness that you cannot control. Now you're looking and seeing yourself in a negative light. So that's what self-stigma is. And then institutional stigma is more of a systematic thing. So like um, government, organizations, um, big corporations, things like that. So like that could um, be, for example, you know, cutting mental health budgets, making the cost of therapy extremely expensive. So things that deter people from getting the help that they need because people do not see that mental health or mental illness is a problem. So that's what institutional stigma is. So we came very correct. And I think that is retarded. (laughs) I don't think stigmas should be a thing, but they are. And I'm not going to rag on nobody, but I feel like the older generation, there is more of that stigma and that mentality than the newer up-and-coming generation. It's more talked about in this generation than in older generations. So... I mean, you know, we're moving in the right direction, but I feel like we're not moving fast enough or efficiently enough because these things are still not talked about. People still don't understand them, and people still have that stigma, especially towards themselves, that anything that anything to do with mental illnesses should not be said or spoken upon and should not be actually referred to as an illness. Now that we understand what a stigma is, 
you can kind of put two and two together on how it could negatively negatively impact a person in the way that people are not getting the help that they need and that they deserve for their mental illnesses because they are afraid of retaliation. They're afraid of the embarrassment. They're afraid of the backlash, the judgment. And that should not be the case. This is 2021. Like, get over it. People have mental illnesses. It's a thing. Like, we're not going to talk about how people that are in pain, it, it, like, it's in their brain because it's pain receptors in your body and your nerves that go up to your brain. So why can't we get it through our heads that mental illness is a thing? And that your brain can play tricks on you and can make you feel some type of way. You know what I'm saying? Like, but we're not ready for that conversation, I guess. But, like, people don't seek out therapy. They don't seek out help. They don't seek out anything or anybody to talk to in general about what they're feeling, what they're going through mentally. And... It's all in your head. So like your headspace and everything that you do in life is all about your mentality. And if you're at war in your head, you're going to be at war war with the world and you're going to be at war with yourself. Like you're not finding that peace. You're not finding that happiness. So you're going to look at like your whole entire outlook on life is gone. It's gone to shit. That's what it's gone to. Because now you're at war with yourself and you're you're overthinking, you're fighting in your brain. And so you're going to overthink everything in life. You're going to you just be critical of everything. Everything's going to be looked at in a negative light. And that's going to like feed more into that black hole that people talk about when they talk about mental illness. Like you feed more and more into that black hole. Because of the stigma, because you in people's brains, they don't think that they should be going through this and that this is not a thing and that they are looked upon as weak because they need to go get help. Or they're judged upon like, oh, they're just crying out for attention because they need help. You know what I'm saying? Like That should not be the case. You should not be judged upon or you should not be looked at in a different light because you're seeking the help that you need. And I think that's a real big portion of why people do not get help is because of all this backlash. Like, if you don't have anything nice to say, do not say anything at all. Like, that's the golden rule when you were born and you were taught, like, when you were a kid. At least that's what I was taught. I was taught that and I was taught, like, if someone puts your hands on you, you know, do what you got to do. But that's not the point. That's not what we're talking about right now. What we're talking about is that... A lot of society is very judgmental and we are getting to a place where we are talking about mental health more. We have advocates such as myself and other people. We have resources that we can go to, but I still feel like in a lot of groups in society, it's still not talked about enough, like more of the oppressed groups like in those type of communities it's not talked about it's not expressed you can't talk about your feelings um especially like a people of color like in those type of groups men men especially like a hundred percent men looked upon as weak if they cry or if they go seek therapy or if they go talk about their feelings like you know you're looked at as weak and you can't 
be a man if you don't like if you express your feelings and that should not be the case because then you get people who build up all that anger and sadness and loneliness inside of them and it bubbles over to it can bubble over to anger it can bubble over to adverse effects such as like suicide and that is sad someone taking their own life because they are afraid of the judgment and not seeking the help that they deserve but that sounds ridiculous like this could have been prevented if they had someone there to talk to if they were not afraid of the backlash and the judgment and i think those type of topics especially for our new generation, the people that are going to take over the world when we're long gone or when we get old and decrepit. They need to have a really great mindset on life because I don't want someone that's, you know, built up in anger and depression and anxiety and that have no one to talk to taking care of me when I'm old. So we need to teach the young folks that it's okay to express your feelings, especially men. Like, it's not looked upon as weak or feminine to talk about your feelings and emotions. No, 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 no. Like, you need a safe space to do that. So you need to find that safe space. And as adults, especially myself, like, you know, we need to find the help that we need in order to teach, like, older or other generations how to get the help and have healthy relationships and build those things. Because people do not seek help at all. Like, I'm 21 years old, and I've known I've had mental health issues for a while. But why would I say that? Why would I go out and say, like, oh, I think I need help. I need to talk to a therapist. Like, that's not going to boil over pretty well. And it took me 21 years to find, and, and being at the lowest point in my life, the lowest point in my entire life, where I had nothing I did not want to do anything. I did not want to get out of bed. Like, it was that bad. To the point where I just did not want to be here at all. To be like, okay, this ain't right. This is not how this should go. I need help. And I did get the help that I needed. And I'm still going through the journey of getting the help that I need. Because it doesn't, it doesn't take just a day to get yourself together. It takes a long time. And, it, and you have to put in the work. Just like anything else, you have to put in the work to get yourself into the mental state that you need to be. And I think that's not talked about a lot either, is that it does take work. You're not going to be cured in a day. It's okay to go talk to a therapist. It's okay to be on medication if you need to. If that's not your personal preference, that's fine. You can dibble and dabble in different things. But it's okay to not be okay and to go and get the help that you need. And that's the common theme for this episode, that it is okay to not be okay. And it is okay to talk to a therapist, to do what you have to do to get yourself mentally stable enough to live the life that you deserve to live and not have to worry about, is my brain going to turn on me today? Am I going to have one of those days where I don't want to get out of bed? Do I have someone to turn to, to talk to? And if I don't, what am I to do? Bottle it up? Absolutely fucking not. And that is where I want to be at with a lot of people. I want to just be like, fuck the stigma. And that's what FTS stands for. Just forget it. 
Express how you feel whenever you can. Talk to someone if you need to. Have a designated person. I have a designated person that I talk to, and I also have a therapist. And I know it's sometimes it's hard to have a therapist because sometimes health insurance does not cover it, or like you can't afford it, like the copay. I get that. I've been there. I get that. I promise you. But having that designated person that you can go talk to, that's not like, you know, it doesn't have to be a therapist, just to get your feelings and emotions out. And for them to, they don't have to understand it, because a lot of people will not understand what you're going through, because it's you. Everybody's depression, anxiety, mental illness looks different. But just to respect that they're, like, I'm coming to you, because I really need to talk to someone, just to have them sit there and listen is better than nothing. Because you're getting it out. You're getting those emotions out. And for the person who is listening to, like, you know, someone who is trying to get all their emotions and trying to better themselves mentally, ask them. Because it doesn't hurt to ask, what do you need me to do? Do you need me to be the shoulder to cry on? Do you need advice? Do you need me to just shut up and listen? Like, what do you need me to do? Because sometimes, I'm going to say it, sometimes... You go to someone to talk and they want to start spewing different types of things at you that you really do not want to hear. Or they don't say nothing, but you want to hear something. Like, you know, it's never a a bad idea to ask someone that is coming to you because they are mentally unstable enough and they need some help to ask them what they need. Because that is better than giving them what they don't need. Because then they might go out in the world feeling more shittier than what they already felt when they came to talk to you. So take that in consideration too. And just be, just be kind. And I think the way to get past these stigmas is to be positive, be kind, be sensitive of people and their mental health. Because you don't know. A lot of people like myself, I cover up my mental health issues and illnesses because I don't, it's not that I don't want, I don't, I don't care if people know. It's just that I don't want to bring other people down because I'm down. Like I'm trying to like think about the greater good here. So yes, I go out looking all happy, go lucky and thinking I have my life together. But in all reality, I do not. <laughs> I'm over here like looking like a pile. Oh my God, it's bad. Like, I'm quivering my boots, anxious as hell all the time, have my depressive episode. I just got out of a depressive episode, and it lasted a long time, actually. But, like, you go out and you mask those feelings for other people. So, you just need to be cautious of that. Be cognizant of, okay, this person looks fine, but are they really fine? So, be careful what you say and what you do to that person. Like, think about it. Just think. Just think. Take a moment. Use your brain. Think before you say and do. Understand that you are not going to understand them. All you got to do is respect it. Respect their process. Respect what they're going through. You don't need to understand it. You don't need to be like, oh, well, why do you think the way they, like that? Why do you think that way? They don't know. Just, under, just understand that you're not going to understand. And it's going to make perfect sense in hindsight. Just think about it. Understand that you're not going to understand. Just respect it. Period. And educate yourself. I do not think that mental health is talked about enough in school. We talk about everything else. 
Like, I know all y'all sitting there in the back of your head like, yeah, we went over algebra. I ain't used that in forever. Exactly. I mean, it's good. It's a good tool. It's a good tool. Don't get me wrong. But we also need to talk about mental health because that is not talked about in school enough. And that is one of the downfalls to why people don't understand. Because they haven't been taught. There is no education on mental health whatsoever. Like, there's no education on self-care and expressing feelings. And it's okay to not be okay. And to seek help when need be. Like, you know, it's, it's not there. And that's sad. And just, all we gotta say is be kind and be courteous and educate yourself. Like, if you're dealing with someone in your life that may have anxiety or depression or any other type of mental illness, why don't you Google it? Like, you're on your phone 24-7 looking at TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Bumble, Tinder. Yeah, I know. I know. So why don't you take, like, five minutes out of your day to Google and learn something? about what that other person is going through especially if it's a significant other because that's gonna help you a lot a lot a lot and that's all i gotta say on that next week we are going to talk about different type of mental illnesses kind of like the side effects um symptoms kind of like getting you cognizant on how many different illnesses there actually are out there and to understand that everyone's illness is not the same And so we're going to dive deeper into all of that next episode. What I did want to say is that there is a couple of different resources if you are having trouble and if you do need to seek help. There is a National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and that is um, 1-800-273-TALK. So that is 1-800-273-8255. And for my Spanish speakers, that is 1-800-628-9454. There is also the crisis text line. You can text HELLO, H-E-L-L-O, to 741741. So that is HELLO to 741741. And that um, both of those hotlines, I believe, are 24 hours. So if you do need to speak to someone and you don't know where to turn, those are two great resources. Um, for my veterans, there is a crisis um, hotline for you guys as well. Always take into consideration the people who did fight for this country. Um, shout out to my brother. He is in the Army. So this one is near and dear to my heart. That is 1-800-273-TALK, just like the National Suicide Prevention Line. But you will, when you um, dial that number, you're going to press 1. Or you're going to text um, 838255. So again, for my veterans, crisis line, it is 1-800-273-TALK or 8255. And then press 1 or text 838255. If you do need help, um, if you do not need to talk to someone right away, but you do think you might have to, um, any like mental illnesses or just want to seek out a therapist because, you know, you don't have to have a mental illness to go talk to a therapist. It's okay if you want someone unbiased to talk to about certain things. Sometimes you just need someone to talk to. And um, a therapist or psychiatrist is a good source. Definitely go ahead on and talk to your primary care physician. They should be able to help you with that um, and connect you with someone that can help you out. 
And that is all for this week's episode. I hope you guys did enjoy that. I hope you guys learned something. Be kind and hashtag FTS. Bye.